Welcome to Real Talk with Stacey J, where we empower women to live their life on purpose with no limitations. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our next episode, which is called Get Your Life Together, How Self-Care Can Help You Grow Personally and Professionally. So if you follow me on Live 365 Empowerment, you know that I talk a lot about self-care um, and just finding your joy and your peace. And I promote that so much because we're living in a world that's super overstimulated with everything, with social media, um, with how you should look, how you should live, what you should be doing, et cetera, et cetera. So when we talk about self-care, I like to talk about it on a deeper level than just massages or taking a bath and things of that nature. So what is self-care? So by definition, I've read a few, self-care is the practice of activities that are necessary to sustain life and health, normally initiated and carried out by the individual for his or her self-care, or the contribution to maintenance of well-being and personal health and promote human development. So self-care is very, the when you look at the word, it's really self-explanatory, taking care of yourself. But yet we neglect ourselves to do that. And I'm always asking myself why, because we will go hard for everything else, our business, our kids, our spouses, whatever the case may be. And that's a great trait to have. It shows that you're not selfish, that you care about others. Um, but when it gets to the point where you're neglecting yourself and your health is deteriorating and you're not getting enough sleep and you're not producing at a maximum level, then that's a problem. That's a problem that we need to stop and take a look at. And especially with the overstimulation of everything, it's more important now to, um, to tend to ourselves more than ever because you can't pour from a half cup and you can't be good to somebody else if you're not good to yourself. So I wanted to break down 10 ways to rethink of self-care um, for those that think of it as, like again, massages, hot tea, a glass of wine, or sleeping late on the weekends. I want to share these 10 ways for you to rethink about self-care. So number one is self-care means knowing who you are and your limits. It means recognizing when you're doing more than you're used to handling and trying to figure out what can be done to slow down. We, a lot of times, take on so many projects or we say yes to everything and rather it's because we want to look good or we want to look like we're a part of everything or we just have a problem saying no you have to set limits for yourself. That is a part of self-care. You can't be taking on everybody's issues, everybody's projects, knowing that you barely have enough time for yourself. So I want you to stop that. I want you to start being able to be okay with saying no and know that you're not a bad person. These are things to do um, being unapologetic because you know where your heart is. You know you mean well, but you have to take care of yourself. Number two, Self-care means getting the sleep you need and knowing how to rest. Are you getting enough sleep for you? Do you know how much sleep you require every day and are you sleeping at least that much? You know, some people say, oh, I can do four hours and I'm okay. And then studies say seven to eight hours is what we need. I'm not here to tell you what you need and what you sh should do, but I am suggesting to find out what kind of sleep do you need to help you get up, refresh, refocus, and able to just be more productive than less. 
Making a serious effort to make that happen as well as knowing how to rest your body and your mind is so essential. Number three, self-care means making sure that you're well fed. Do you eat well? Does, do you know what you need, um, what foods provide you the energy you need to function? Do you take the time to eat meals at work or do you take time to have snacks when your body requires intermediate food during the day? Meaning, I don't really have time to run and get lunch. But you have some almonds, you have something there that will help you um, through your process of hunger because hunger makes you hangry. And self-care means integrating your favorite healthy foods into your everyday routines and planning ahead to make sure you have adequate nutritional foods throughout your day. So I know a lot of times planning, I won't say it's hard, I just say we like doing it. And I've done that. Like I'm like, oh, I'm going to plan a week and then I plan three days and then, you know, I'm back to, oh, what am I going to do for that fourth and fifth day? So taking the time to maybe plan out, keeping those extra snacks so that you're not in a position where you are hangry because you don't have the proper nutrition and finding out what gives you energy, you know, looking at the different foods, what do you like? And then do the research to see what gives you the energy to keep you going when you can't have a full, complete meal. Number four, self-care means finding a way to decompress throughout your day. Not just when you leave work. What is it that you do to rest your mind during work and after your work day? What helps you tune out the noise? Most people will say that they don't have the luxury of taking breaks during their work day, but trying to integrate many breaks throughout the day can help refresh the mind and body. For example, try stretching, taking a brief walk, even if it's only a few feet away, getting yourself a drink of water, talking to a friend, getting in touch with a loved one, even if it's by text or meditating. The brain needs those pauses. We take for granted that, you know, okay, well, I'm going to walk downstairs. If, you, if you're in corporate, I'm going to take a walk around the block. It's kind of like, I don't really think that's going to help. But if you're sitting at a computer for hours and hours and not taking a break, your brain is 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 begging you to can we look at something else can we do something else for a minute so don't underestimate taking those small breaks to get you rejuvenated because burning yourself out isn't going to help number five self-care means giving yourself i mean giving some thought to changing a difficult work situation so i say this is maybe for people in corporate um, more so than entrepreneurs um, but entrepreneurs we know that your day can be stressful because sometimes there's no structure or that um, things happen at the last minute. So, but when it when you look at your work situation, we know best what we need and what we can deal with, right? Is there anything that can be done to make your work somewhat less stressful? Think about whether changes can be made to your work environment. Are you okay with where you sit and do your work? Are you working unsustainable hours and is there some end in sight? It may be a matter of approaching your supervisor with things that you think that could make your work more pleasant, such as changing where you sit, or changing whether you take an early lunch and or a later start time. You know, sometimes other people, especially supervisors, are not even aware of the reality of what the worker is experiencing through the day. A frank conversation about these things may seem stressful, but you never know. They may make that change for you. If they feel that you can be more productive, if you're saying, hey, I need this to be more productive, why wouldn't they do it? Unless you just work for somebody totally just don't get it or whatever. But I'm saying take the opportunity, take the chance to say something. You never know what can happen. Number six, self-care means taking the time to get to know you better and learning to recognize your own temperament and trying to prepare yourself for your personal and prepare your personal limits. You have to know you. You know you better than anybody else knows you. And so 
These are things that can help give you clarity, help you make better decisions. And here's an example. If you, do you have a trait of high sensi sensitivity? Like a lot of women, we're sensitive, you know? And if you are learning to recognize when you experience sensory, sensory overload, you know, highly sensitive people are particularly bothered and affected over with overstimulation of situations and things like, again, being hungry and tired can intensify these things. You know, so if you're sensitive and you're hungry and you're tired and all that stuff, then anything, some things people can say can set you off. You know, it can make you highly sensitive to what they're saying when they don't even mean it that way. So you want to make sure that you're preparing yourself because you know you. You know when you get hungry and you don't have anything to eat, you're a little snappy. So knowing these things can help you, you know, prepare yourself so that you won't be taking things so personally. Number seven, self-care means identifying what you enjoy doing and what's fun for you and make a serious effort to integrate it into your day or at the very least your week. Now, this is where Live 365, it, we promote it, we promote it, we promote it, live your life every day. Don't wait for the weekends. Don't wait for that special vacation because there are so many little things that you can do that can give you joy and make you happy and something to look forward to. You got to make it a habit of plan something to look forward to every day. And that doesn't have to be complicated. It could be as simple as planning to read a good book at night or planning to have dinner with someone whose company you enjoy. I don't know what makes you happy. Reese cups makes me happy. So I can get a Reese cup. I can be happy. I can go to Starbucks and get me a caramel frappuccino and I'm happy. Whatever that is for you, set that up. Make it, and it doesn't have to be food, y'all. I, I know I'm talking about food. I love food. But I'm just saying a good book, some good music, um, a swim or whatever, working out, whatever it is, plan that. Make it happen every day. Make it happen, you know, when you can, but don't just keep pushing stuff out, talking about I'm waiting to do it. You may have to wait to plan a trip to Paris unless you got it like that to just jump up on the plane and go. But there are smaller things you can do. Drive to Myrtle Beach. I'm not sure where you're located, but find what makes you happy and brings you joy and brings that break throughout your mundane week or overwhelming week. So you have something to look forward to. OK, number eight. Self-care means knowing how to debrief from a day's work that might, and that might mean driving home in silence. I drive in my car a lot in silence unless I'm listening to an audiobook or a master class or even listening to some music can help you transition from work to home because the worst thing to do is, one, you may be taking your work home already to work on, and if you don't differentiate your work personality and your home personality, then you bring that home and your family is like, uh, can you leave that at the office? You don't want to bring that home to them when it's supposed to be family time or, or connecting and talking with your family and you still talking like you at work. That's no fun. So, you know, find what it is to help you debrief. You know, if you work um, outside of the home, if even if you work inside the home, you definitely need to find a way to break it. Because I tell you, I work from home and I'm on the computer a lot. And because I have breaks in my day that I have to pick up my daughter and do different things like that. Um, those are my breaks. But then when I come back, I'm working on it again. And so I had to learn to have a cutoff time where I could just spend time with them and find out what their day is like. So you get it. Find a way to debrief yourself. Number nine, self-care means feeding your spiritual self. That might take a form of meditating, praying, communing with a walk by um, a nature walk. 
observing a sunset or sunrise, practicing gratitude, reading or listening to something inspirational. All those things are things that I like. Seeing the sunrise or sunset is, is such an awesome feeling of the universe and God's work that gives me a sense of peace. So whatever that is for you to feed your spiritual self, reading some affirmations or reading a book or something, do that because your soul, your spiritual soul, your inner work needs that. And that's where the work really starts to begin is on the inner and then it projects on the outer. So whatever feeds your soul, make sure you get that in there every day because once it becomes a habit, it becomes more easy. If you do it here and there, then it's like, oh, did I pray today? Or did I meditate today? Or did I read something today? I'm not trying to pressure you to do, do, do it all. Do something, though, because your spiritual life needs it. And number 10, and finally, self-care means taking time to love yourself, appreciating that there's only one you, and you are the expert on that. You get one life. We don't know what comes after. Nobody's came back and said, oh, my God, heaven's great. You know what I mean? So while you're here on this earth, love yourself, flaws and all, uh, uh, short change, whatever it is that you, whatever you don't like about yourself, because we all got something, my thighs too thick or whatever and stuff. Love yourself unconditionally because you are beautifully made how you are and anything that you want to change, you have the ability to do that. So love yourself for where you are, where you're going and who you are and appreciate that. You know what I mean? Because you're the only expert in your life that knows who you are, how you flow, where you're going and all that. You, we have the control of that. Okay. So now how do you implement that? So yeah, all that's good. Stacy, you said all that, but here are, I want to share five apps. If you're an app person like me, um, if you're a person that writes down, you know, um, your to-do list or whatever, here's five apps that can help you with these personal and professional goals because self-care should be a personal goal and then your professional ones as well, you know, business-wise. So check out these five apps and see what works for you. So number one is the Productive Habit Tracker. It's called Productive. This is a free tool to help you build better routines and instill some better habits. You can set personal goals, track your progress, and be your own cheerleader, all at the click of a button. It is fully customizable and has an easy-to-use interface, making it ideal for first-time users. That is called Productive. The second one is Strides Habit Tracker. Um, you can find it under strides and they say this is one of the most popular trackers out right now and for good reason You can input a goal or choose to customize the list then set a specific date in which you want to achieve that said goal And then uh, it says you can also set up reminders and track your progress daily weekly monthly or whatever works for you To alert you of your progress the app will display a green or red pace line to let you know where you stand if they have a standard account that's free and they have a plus account that's only $5, including syncs, sync backups and the ability to export data to other devices. The third one is called Tally, the everything app. Tally, they say this is the more, more of the innovative trackers out there because it is a tool to help you track absolutely anything you could think of. You can use it to track habits like your daily intake of medication or vitamins as a personal planner to-do list or as a mood symptom tractor according to the official site. Some of us ladies, we need that, that mood tracker because you know we can be happy one minute, sad the next one. Uh, you, you know what I mean. We're kind of all over the place with our emotions, especially during that time. 
This service is free, but there is purchable add-ons available. Number four is No Limit, like Master P. Uh, no Limit app. They say with this app, you can create specific goals into six different and unique life areas. You can set up the most related tasks and deadlines, helping you achieve success from the get-go. There's a free one-month test period to try out No Limit. After that, the cost is only $3.99 a month. And I believe that your life is worth whatever you decide it is. And $3.99 to help you achieve these goals is nothing. The last and fifth one is Habit Bull Daily Goal Tracker. Habit Bull. This app focuses specifically on daily goals, which they like or which I like. Um, you can track all your daily habits, routines, input goals and reminders and join discussion forums to keep you keep that momentum going. What makes the app unique over others is that it emphasizes cutting out all the bad habits in your life. You want to stop smoking or eating every day? This app has you covered. So for my people that are trying to get rid of bad habits, and I'm sure we all got them. This app, they say, is very good for that. I haven't used it, but I do have a couple of bad habits that I'm going to check it out because I do want to break. And breaking habits take time. Um, it takes consciousness. And that is what self-care is about. Being conscious about yourself. Being able to pour back into yourself. And this can help you both personally and professionally. You cannot be at your maximum potential if you are not um, working at your maximum potential. So fatigue, so, um, overwhelming yourself, always saying yes, taking on projects and all this stuff can lead to you just being, oh, in a horrible place, people. So I hope you enjoyed this, um, episode, get your life together, how self-care can help grow you personally and professionally. Please be sure to share this with someone else that you know can use these tips and suggestions to help them with their life. I know we all are striving for something great. And at the end of the day, we all want to live in a peaceful, joyful place and, and maximizing our potential. So make sure that you share this and you can catch all my podcasts on Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. I appreciate you guys. You can follow me at um, on Instagram at Live365Empowerment. And Real Talk with Stacey J on Instagram as well. The website is Live365 Empowerment. And guys, it is 2019. The year has just started. Keep the momentum going. Get you a circle of influence. Change what you're doing if you want to see your life change, okay? Guys, thank you for tuning in, and I will see you next week. This podcast is sponsored by Live 365 Empowerment. Live 365 is a women's organization that empowers women through self-care, self-awareness, and self-love. To learn more, visit live365empowerment.com and be sure to subscribe for our power quotes, events, and more. You can find Real Talk with Stacey J on your favorite platforms like iTunes, Anchor, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.